I don't know where to start. Like, I don't, I don't. Should we just you feel me? Because it's not. So I'll tell you, it's different for you because uh, well, not necessarily because you know usually um, people I have one, it's either like I haven't seen them in a long time, or like this is my first time meeting them. Like I've only known them for twenty four hours or something. But like we hang out on a regular <laughs> basis, so it's not like we have a bunch of catching up to do. But I guess I'll start with what you've been up to. Like, how you been? How's life been going? I know you're going through some things, I guess. You ups and downs, ups, yeah, and downs. ups and downs. Ups and downs. Yes, how's life? Not too bad, man. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, you right, going through some things. Uh, those that don't know, a little breakup. <laughs> no, it, it was a mu- mutual ending, so, you know. What is good? It was good and bad, you know, on both sides. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. things. People just grow apart, you know. Ain't nothing yeah. wrong with that. But, uh. I feel like as an adult, you always have to be, like, no matter how it ends, like, even if you get cheated on or whatever, you always have to be, like, how could I have been better in that right. relationship? No matter how it ends. Like, yeah. I feel like for you to, I like, get cheated on No, yeah, of course, of course, <laughs> of course. Sure. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. It's just mutual ending. But as far as me personally, you know, things, I ain't gonna lie, are going pretty good. Uh, you know, I'm in the film industry, you know, I'm an actor, it's, also making my way to becoming a producer, writer, all that. You know, like you were talking about our competition, we had a film festival, was this like a month, a little over a month ago, uh, did a film, you know, I wrote it, I was our head director, our main cameraman, so, you know, to win so many awards for it, the film was called Sell Your Soul, so to win so many awards for it, it felt great, I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, for sure. And now, me and the core four, that's what we call it ourselves. Uh, we're taking that and we're going to keep the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. Our production team is called Elite Media Productions. Uh, we plan on, by the end of this year, have at least three more short films and mm-hmm. uh, episodic, uh, you know, filmed and rolling and entered into more film festivals, see what else we can do and progress from there. What you, what did you get your degree in? I got my degree in theater. That's so, what I thought. So that's yeah. what I thought. So this is kind of something you've always wanted <laughs> yeah, to do. It's, yeah. It's always it's always been a part of the family, you know. My right. mother, she's back. She's always been in uh, the acting right. you know, world. Uh, Your brother was on like BMF, wasn't he? So my brother plays Kevin in BMF. For those that you know have watched the show, yeah. Uh, not gonna give y'all any spoilers, so don't ask. <laughs> um. He's also played in the Rufus Franklin movie Respect. Who's the main, the oldest son? Um, he's done. He's doing a couple other projects. You know, like I said, my mom. She works with Blumhouse Studios. Okay. For those that don't know, Blumhouse does like the Halloween movies, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Uh, she has her own production crew as well. So it's just been a part. Yeah, something your whole family is kind of into it. Chloe and Hallie Bailey, my cousins. Yeah. You know, got their family. That's. In the acting and all that, so yeah. it's just it's a family affair for real. <laughs> so football, how did that come about for you? Football, so actually, uh, my dad always wanted us to play football, but my mom was like, "No, nah, I don't want to see them get hurt." Yeah. Then, uh, mom got remarried. I think it was in the third grade. Yeah, that was my first year. I knew that. Uh, that's when, you know, he was like, "No, let them play," you know, because. He wasn't as athletic, so he wanted us to be able to do it. Yeah. And from there on, I just played football every year, and uh, yeah, I ended up 
moving here, junior, senior year, played, ended up going to Moorhead, met you guys. Uh, didn't play as much as, you know, yeah. I felt I should have, and a lot of people also agree, you know, I should have, but for me, uh, I feel like I said midway through my third year, I didn't allow it to get to me because, you know, I'm a faith-driven person, and I also had, you know, Rich Duffield, uh, yeah. Yeah. As my mentor, go. yeah, go. really, <laughs> real life go. Uh, he always, you know, just let me know, you know, we all have our purpose. Yeah, and you know me, I'm always a happy person anyway. Oh, so. One of the happiest people I know for sure. <laughs> Try to be man. Yeah. So where does that come from? <laughs> I can't even tell you. I honestly, I don't know. Cause it's a, cause I mean, cause we, you know, you say it in football all the time, like. You come down here, you gotta flip the switch. Right. So like that's that's like saying like your attitude, your demeanor, all that stuff is like is a choice. So it's kind of like so you choosing to be happy every day. Like it has to come from something. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that has to stem from something. I'll probably say so. One having a big family, you know, always good times, always good laughs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't, if I had to pinpoint it, I'd, I'd just pinpoint it on my family. You know, my dad, he was always making us laugh. My brothers and siblings, they always, you know, it was always laugh. Not always laughs, you know, I always yeah. had those sibling rivalries and fights. Of but, of course. you know, I just, and then growing up, being more mature and being more faith driven, I just understood that, you know, I control what I can. What I control, you know. I can't. Everything outside is, you know, stuff that I can't allow to dictate my circumstance. My other dad, you know, as well. He always told us, you know, you you define uh, your attitude, your circumstance. You know, you determine how you want to react to certain things. So, you know, I say other dad. We don't use that term. Step like. He's not a stepdad. He's my other dad. dad. Yeah. So just things like that and keeping that mentality, you know, through whatever just allows me to always keep a smile. Right. You know, not every day, obviously. There's, so, there's moments, yeah. you know. Life you know, happens. Yeah. <laughs> Life happens. You know, but for the just, most part, yeah. If you if you if you win more days than you lose, then you're doing pretty well. Exactly. And that's kind of a choice. No, for sure. For sure. I mean, that's one of the first things that I remember about you that stood out was just your smile, how happy you were, yeah, you know, an energetic person. So, yeah, no, for sure. That's, that's crazy, but I don't, um, I've had to work on that. So, like, one of the issues I've always had, um, like, with leadership, like, because in high school, I was, like, team captain or whatever. Right. And, like, one of the biggest things, like, we, me and Coach Rose used to talk about all the time, like, Jacob, you got to be more consistent. Mm-hmm. He was like, when you were having a bad day, everyone could see it on your face. And it's like, you can't do that can't do that if you're a leader so right. i've had to like work on that because that's hard it is it's, it's really hard because you when you wake up in the morning and you're having negative thoughts and, and all these things and you have to just yeah at a certain point in time you just have to decide like yes i'm going through this but i'm not about to sit here and keep like letting this let I guess like what rich used to say suffering is inevitable but misery is a choice exactly you know what i'm saying and that's kind of like that's kind of what that's what it's a man it's a mindset. Right. You have to choose like all right, I'm suffering through something, but I'm not about to be 
miserable while I'm suffering through this. You know, I'm not about to allow it to affect everything else. Everything else. Everything else. Like, because, like, I don't think about the situation, like, with my mom passing. Like, it's like, right? It, it hurts. Like, I'm not even, you know what I'm saying? It hurts. But it's like, wow, like, me sitting here is not going to make it feel better. <laughs> right. You know? So I'm just like, I got to keep moving. Got to keep doing things. Got to keep trying things. Got to keep doing. I don't know. If you ask me, I found the. What's the word? Perfect uh, coping mechanisms mm-hmm. or medicine to fight against depression. Right. And it's exercise. It's sun. Reading good, healthy books that have moved with certain energies and powers to uplift you. Right. If you listen to happy music, good music. Right. I'm not listening to sad, depressing music that justify my feelings or make my validate my feelings. Right. You know. I'm listening to things that are like, hey, bro, get up. Like, motivational stuff. Like, I've switched my Instagram, you know, months ago, almost a year ago to, like, it's all workout stuff, motivational stuff. Like, I don't really see much else. So, it's like, whenever I'm sitting there and I see Vinny going to the gym or, you know, whatever, it's kind of like, oh, I need to get my butt up. Like, let's go. So, I feel like it's just a choice. And then, you know, it's a lot of people in our generation don't understand that. And they don't, and they haven't. They haven't started to like, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They haven't started to grasp like yeah, yeah. the power that they have inside. Like everyone's looking outside for it, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's, in, it's, it's inside. It's yeah. inside. All of it's inside and all of it's inside. So like the soul, soul searching thing, mm-hmm. you can spend your whole life soul searching. You can go millions of places, but what you're looking for is inside. Inside, a hundred percent. And I'm about to say, the track back, uh, cause you know, you know, I lost my dad a few years ago. Yeah. You know, another reason that I continue to be happy is cause you know I have a solid why. You know, that's something a lot of people don't have. They don't have that solid why, why? That consistent yeah. why in life. Uh, and I hope same for you, cause I know you. You know, you loved your mom and stuff, and on. Be straight up. It is it, it's, it's, it's still hard yeah. years later. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be like, oh, this gets easier. Nah, it'd it be days yeah. where it just breaks you down. But, you know, for me, my dad is one of my consistent wives. You know, I know he's watching me, so I want to do what I can to, you know, make him proud. Because, you know, I want to live through him, by him. Right. And, you know, if he was here, everything I do, I'd be like, well, would he... Would he look at me and be like, I'm proud of you, son, or, yeah, you know, keep going and stuff like that. Facts. So. No, it's 1,000. Yeah. And, you know, you actually said that to me. Because we had talked about it before, yeah. like, I posted it on Facebook or anything. And you, well, that was one of the things that you said. It was like, yeah. it doesn't necessarily get easier no. over the years. And so, like, that's why the day, so, like, she passed on a Monday. So, Tuesday morning, that Tuesday morning, I woke up and did my side hustle at three in the morning mm-hmm. went about my day like before it really settled in i did all the stuff that i normally would have done right. and i think because of what you said and me doing that it made the days after more manageable because mm-hmm. it was an understanding of like all right this is how it's going to feel yeah. new reality like it's not gonna it's not that it's going to get easier yeah. but so i have to be able to still operate exactly through this not easy time and I, and I think that that really like put it in perspective to me like all right but it's not gonna get easier so you can't sit around and wait for it to feel easier and get up and let's go exactly. so yeah no that's 1000 
That's 1,000. So I guess that kind of leads us into our next question. You know, the question I ask everybody, uh, what is the hardest thing that you've ever been through in your life? Uh, what did you do to get yourself out of it? Like, what things did you learn? Like, what helped you? What, you know, what didn't help you? Like, you did something that didn't help you, but eventually had to, like, correct it. So, whatever. Well, I say, yeah, <laughs> on the same standpoint, uh, yeah, just losing, you know, like, one of the greatest people I've known because, uh, yeah, man, that's his dad, you know, my whole entire life, you know, just losing him was so hard, but the thing, I said it was one time we had an exercise, what was the happiest and saddest day, uh, my answer was his funeral, that was the answer for both, because when I'm at the funeral, I'm like, I'm looking around, and I'm like, yeah, he's touched all these people's lives. Like, yeah. they love him. They Thanks. know him. They know he was just a, just a gift giver. Like, and not like a physical like present, but like he gave you know emotional gifts. He gave support. He was just you know he was present because uh, you have to remember. I what thing one thing I remember you know things could have been a lot worse. I couldn't have had my dad in my life. My dad could have been a bad dad. My dad could have not done what he should have done in raising me, but he exactly. did, you know, he yeah. was there, he gave us lessons, uh, he would destroy us in all the competitions, but <laughs> it was for a reason, so right. like, we had that competitive nature, competitive nature, nature to yeah. keep, you know, going and always have that drive and anything we do, so, you know, that's one thing that, you know, gets me through, is just knowing that he did what he needed to do, what he had to do, so that we'd be ready for the day that, you know, he left this earthly plane. Because to me, I feel like that's the number one goal as a parent is each day make sure you're doing something to better your child so that when, you know, your time has come, they're ready, they're prepared, you know. And he did that. So that's that's how I get through it because I, I know that and under, understand that. Yeah. How long ago was that? So... August will make six years. Yeah. So it was right a year or so before you went to college? No, it was the... So, so it was... That, yeah. yeah okay, that's he had I mean. dropped... He actually took me... He drove... We took the nine-hour drive from Charleston, South Carolina, to Moorhead. And then uh, had summer. And then we was in camp. And Coach... That's when Coach T called me up and told me. And I was like, yeah. Broke down, but... Yeah. yeah. And went to camp. Yeah. That's a lot. Because you went home, right? Yeah, yeah. and uh, my mother and aunt came get me the next day because yeah. it's like they knew that <laughs> I yeah. couldn't be there by myself because yeah. it, was, it was hard. How did he pass? Mm, he's, uh, it was a heart attack. He's on the side of the road. Thankfully, I'll say, I'm going to say one thing is, you know, because he was a truck driver, mm -hmm. you know, he was parked on the side. Uh, so thankfully, you know, no other lives were taken and stuff like that. But yeah, he's actually in Richmond, Kentucky at the time too. So it was like, you know, he's right there, so close, and yet he got so far away yeah. when it happens. So. Yeah, no, that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. So during football, like that next semester, how was that for you? Because <laughs> I mean, but that's that's your freshman year of college, my like, freshman year. You know, that's a lot. And then having, because literally a lot. When it happened, you know, I had to go home. I was gone for like 10 days. You know, I'll say 
one thing when we were at the wake, we saw flowers and we wanted who it was from and it turned out to be from the football program, Coach T and all of them and Rich and all of them. So oh, yeah, that's real. That was yeah, that was something that made me feel better and then just coming back and being around all y'all and y'all welcoming me back. Uh that felt good. What did suck is cause like because I wasn't at camp, you know, Coach E came to me and was like, Yeah, we're gonna red shirt you, you know, it's nothing that you did wrong. It's just, you know, we weren't able to see what you could do because you weren't participating yeah. in camp. And then that first semester, it was like random nights where I would wake up and be crying about, you know, losing him. But thankfully I did have like other father, other father figures and close friends. I just, you know, they let me call them and talk to them and, you know, just comfort me. And then also, had uh, my theater classes, so you know, I take, yeah. yeah, one of the things for acting, you know, you take your outside uh, situations and you just mm -hmm. use it mm -hmm. and utilize it, and that's mm -hmm. one thing that also just helped me get through, and yeah. I feel like helped me perform even better, so. For sure, no, for sure. Yeah, I can't imagine, I'm trying to like, in my head, like wrap around like, even yeah. the possibility of losing my mom while I was in college. Mm -hmm. And I think it would have been 10 times worse. Was, um, my faith is nowhere as strong right. as it was. Now, or my faith is way stronger now yeah, than it was, it was yeah. when I was in college. So I think that back then might have broke me. Like I might have, because I, even in college, I did some slippery things because my faith was lacking. And I think that would have made it so much worse. So but that's mad kudos to you. That's crazy. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, bro. I couldn't imagine. That's wild. Like going in, dog. That's crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, bro, yeah, like, because there's people, there's people who can't even handle their freshman year in college, right. let alone freshman year of college, freshman year of college football, and, and then whole new state by myself. Why that? So yes. how would you say those things have helped mold you into uh, being a strong man? Because that's what I just popped in my head. I'm like, but you got to be a strong individual to do that. So I'm about to say being out of state by myself, uh, you know, it forced me to, you know, be able to carry on. Because, you know, I didn't, I couldn't just go home on the weekends. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, most people that are from Kentucky, like I couldn't just go home and be with my folks, you know, and stuff like that. I had to find my, I had to be resourceful, uh, find my own methods uh find my own way to you know just really survive while being in a whole new state yeah. for the first time ever so like well first time ever without my you know parents or right. siblings or anyone so yeah you had to make a whole new uh, what's the word uh like support system right of people that you outside because like yeah you have your support system like your coaches and stuff like even then like you, you need, yeah, it's, yeah. It's not the same, yeah, we know. <laughs> Most definitely. Um, I would say, but for me, because, you know, I'm in, you're the only person I kind of really know here. Mm -hmm. I would say for me, I've had to, I had to, when I get lonely, I have to depend on my faith even more. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you're sitting there alone, and it's crazy. So, like, I, I the craziest feeling to me 
is the person who I would turn to mm -hmm. when things go wrong, I no longer can turn to. Exactly. And it's crazy because the person that you want to turn to, you can't turn <laughs> to. But what you want to turn to them about is the fact that you can't turn to them. Exactly. So it's just like a very so, weird paradox that you're saying. in. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to turn them off baby. Because yeah. this seems like the most reasonable thing to do right now. So like whenever I feel like that, I'm just like, right, let me pray. Let me read a verse or something, you know? But saying I had uh, athletes in action because yeah. I started. Yeah, it's actually so. How I got started with athletes in action, and for those who don't know, that's uh, a Christian athlete group. That's most colleges have them. Uh, high school would be Fellowship Christian Athletes (FCA). I was actually on a visit wearing my, my FCA shirt, and Ryan Bennett mm -hmm. he saw it, yeah. and he's just like, "Hey, man!" Like, and just broke down athletes in action with me and got started with them and then I think that was another big help just being you know going to our meetings every Monday talking talking to other people that are also faith driven talking to Rich Ryan uh, Becky all of them so it was just yeah. it was a huge help as well right. that also you know allowed me to reminded me you know you know everybody things happen for a reason you know God has his timing his planning Stuff like that, so yeah, for sure. So let's talk about uh, your new venture now. Mm -hmm. We were just talking about it earlier. This, uh, this, uh, so just well before we get there, let's talk about this. What is your dreams like with acting and everything? Like your main goals? Like, do you want to be more like on screen acting? Do you want to be more like writing your own film? Like, what did you? What do you really want to do? Being honest, it probably just being in the industry you yeah. know because as i'm starting to meet more and more people you know i just want to be able to do what they need me to if they need me to act i got you if they need me to write produce like whatever it is even being the cameraman like yeah. literally this film that we did i was the cameraman i'm like oh that's a great shot I, <laughs> I did that like it's just stuff like that you know yeah. just enjoying the little aspects of it because i feel like and this is really with any profession. I feel like when you are focused on one thing, you don't take the time to admire all the extra little things that go behind it. Cause like, even now, like Brandon's behind the camera, but like, this is, that's a big thing. Like making sure everything yeah, <laughs> points, uh, goes Almost straight. the biggest thing. Like yeah. literally, like it's just those little, like those things are overlooked. Like even when you go to a movie, you know, everybody, Unless it's like a Marvel movie, everybody just leaves as soon as the credits come on. But I like to sit there, you know, read like, yeah. oh, okay, you did this, that. Uh, oh, they did like, this part, this yeah. part, and this part. Exactly. Yeah, I do that. Like, I like to see how many different studios were involved and like all the little things like that. Yeah, for exactly, sure. Exactly, because it's the little things that make the big thing. You know, that's Most definitely that's thing. That's something uh, people just forget or overlook and when you're going through anything in life where it's good, bad, where you're struggling, you always have to fall back on the little things because that's going to help you get through things. That's the basics. Another, yeah. The basics. Go back to the basics. Exactly. So, yeah. you, you know, that's like the saying, uh, whenever something bad happens, you turn to your habits. Mm -hmm. So you better make sure you have good habits. Yeah. Yep. Cause that's kind of what happens. That's most definitely <laughs> what happens is you turn to your habits. So most definitely develop good habits. 
But no, yeah, that's crazy, bro. Because you know, I, I've said I've I've always, I've not always, but I've been into like I want to watch movie or make movies, yeah, and like do all that, do TV shows, and like that's my big plan with like FTE in general. Yeah. We're making movies eventually, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm into that connection, too. man. Yes, yes, yes. That's crazy. How that what you know is who you know. Yeah, that's, exactly. <laughs> it's crazy how that happened. Yeah. No, my so far, from I can I'll I'll explain my movie. So the biggest one that I want to do is kind of like, and the more and more I think about it, the more I'm kind of like realizing like it's kind of like Harry Potter, but like I'm so like. <laughs> But now that I've realized that, I've been working hard to like make sure it's, it's not. It's not because I want it to be more of like a. I want to play on this alien thing, out of space thing, but I want it to be more like we have. There's this out of like this galaxy savior, and like he's on Earth and he's like living life, and he kind of has like nightmares and like different things happen to him for like because he kind of like know, like he knows but he doesn't know like who he's supposed to be and then of course there's like good aliens from outer space who are on this planet like protecting him because they know who he is mm -hmm. and so uh, like, he doesn't know like they're doing all these things to help him and do all this stuff and then um and then this bad aliens trying to get him. and then eventually like the bad aliens find him and then like he has to like go learn to fight and do all this stuff and he has like it, like there's things that they can do that we can't do so then he learns how to do those things and then like his best friends get drug into it because they're they're with him so now they gotta learn how to fight a little bit right. and do this and it's just like a whole series you gotta protect the earth you gotta save the <laughs> galaxy you know what i'm saying it's like a four movie series i like it you feel me something like that that's what i really want and then i'm most definitely 110 percent buying the power rangers 110 <laughs> yes I'll tell you advice because what helps every time you think of something just go ahead and write it down yeah, yeah. whether in your phone or on an actual physical note because that it helps a lot oh yeah and uh like with the core four just telling just telling somebody that also shares the same views because then you have people that can help you expand on it or yeah. add and take away things and it's just it's helpful don't yeah, don't keep it in yeah, here. You gotta yeah. physically put it out because then I'll help it manifest as well. Thanks. Sorry. So your new project, what is it? What are you, what are you talking about? Let's talk about So <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you a little bit. Can't say too much, but uh, so like I said, Sell Your Soul. Uh, that's the film that we already came out, the short film we already uh, produced. So on YouTube, if y'all want the link, send to you. Yeah, yeah we'll put it at the bottom. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so people after people have been watching it you know either at the film festival or people we've been sending it to they keep saying oh we want more or keep asking for more and we're like you know what we we got y'all we gonna do more so for this next one uh making it into like a prequel basically you know i like the idea of you know seeing how it all started or seeing like somebody else that struggled through uh through the same scenario that you know our main character in the first one struggles through and just going from there because this one i'll say i like to pull from different things this one i'll tell you all this because it's not spoiling this one i'm sort of pulling ideas from like goosebumps and carrie and uh and like uh why can't i think of the third movie i thought of 
Goosebumps and Carrie are the main two. Yeah, yeah. And it's just that idea of, you know, having this, you know, entity that's and having this serious like world problems, you know. For the first one is the idea, you know, society, you know, people are so involved in their phone, and, you know, they miss out on the life that's going on Actual around life. you know, yeah, not being in the present. And so that's one thing with media, you know, we always either most of our films want, you know, to have some sort of lesson, like something you can draw out of it that wants you to keep having more. And I think that's the big reason uh, Sell Your Soul Part 1 has been getting so much good feedback. So, Part 2, the prequel. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Look. So this one's not going into a movie festival, though? You guys we'll probably, if, probably will eventually. I was say, because like I said, I do want to, when I, right now I'm writing, and I want to make sure it's like, I want to hit every point. I want to make sure it's like dang near perfect. So mm-hmm. I'm going to, I told them I'm going to make sure, you know, I get it at least written uh, by the end of this month. So we're hoping we can uh, submit it to some of the Halloween uh, film festivals because, and then that'll be at least two films we have submitted for that because we are, we're working on another one as well. And it's just, yeah. No, that's, awesome, <laughs> that's exciting. That's exciting, bro. Yeah. Real deal. No, yeah. So, so I, one of the questions that popped in my head, I'm not sure exactly how to word this, but it's because you're obviously facing your fears. Because you're on, like, this thing you don't have fears or doubts while you're writing or while you're filming, yeah. right? So, like, how are you handling that? So, what is what is the conversations with yourself with that? Uh, so one of the things is don't be afraid to ask for help because you know a lot of people when they're struggling with fears they like to just struggle on their own you know like i said i have like my mom mm-hmm. literally she writes produce directs all that i don't know her every time like that's a chico I'll, yeah. I'll use it yeah so you know i like with uh even though i wrote the last script i still was like hey mother can you look over this you know you know, tell me, because, you know, I was like, I wasn't sure, you know, if it was as good as, I I, I wasn't sure if I was being biased because I wrote it. Yeah. You know, she read it and she's like, yes, this is, this is great. Like, blah, blah, blah. She gave like a few tips just uh, formatting wise, but, you know, just not being afraid to reach out to other people and get advice, you know, being able to take critique and all that, criticism, all that, you know. And then as far as like, the fear when it comes to filming and stuff, you know, just take chances, you know, not everything will turn out perfect, but take chances. Uh, and the same thing we learned in football, go at it a hundred percent, whether you're wrong or right, at least you're giving it your all. So nice. uh, stuff like that. Thanks. Well, that's crazy. Cause the whole thing, I was just listening to someone the other day about people being like, uh, he was saying like people are afraid to face their fears because they want it to be perfect. Uh, they they're, they're worried about sucking so bad at it that no one's gonna watch it. And it's just kind of one of those things like you just gotta do it. Yeah, just gotta do it and keep doing it. Exactly. Because as long as you, as long as you felt you did your best, it doesn't matter yeah. what anybody else thinks. Like, like if our film that turned out bad, like hey, I. I stayed up to one a.m. writing this script. Like, I felt like we did great. You know, you know, I, I'm I'm happy with it. So just being proud of yourself, 
you know, whether the turnout is good or bad, as long as you feel you put in your best effort, you know, that's yeah. okay. You're not going to be perfect yeah. every time because, you know, no one's perfect. Know, yeah, nobody's perfect. So yeah. as long as you, because that's another thing I grew up being taught by both my dads, you know, effort, that's something you can't be taught. No. Uh, and that's in everything, not just sports, yeah. you know, with what we both do. Like and the littlest, and then even in the littlest things, because mm -hmm. I one of the craziest things that is stuck with me, and the older I get, I'm kind of started realizing it. The how you do one thing is how you do everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's so crazy to think. So like if you're if you see someone who's like moving slow and doing this, and you know what I'm saying, it's kind of like well, if he's doing that at the gym, he's probably doing that everywhere else and everything else he does. And it's just that's something that I'm really starting to realize. But it's also something that I've learned that you can catch if you can get conscious enough to catch yourself. Yeah. It's a very easy fix. It literally, it's like literally like we talk about just flipping a switch. Yeah, very easy fix. It's oh, I'm moving slow. Let me pick up my pace a little bit. But you have to be conscious enough to realize that you're moving slow. And you have to be real with yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah, let me switch this up. Let me do better, like stuff like that. Well, I think that's where a lot of people, especially our generation, struggles. Yeah, it's just because yeah, having to look at yourself mm -hmm. and be honest with yourself is very hard. It's not a. I mean, you we kind of, especially playing college ball, you kind of get forced into that. Yeah. Because they're because they're doing it to you. So if you don't do it, you're putting yourself at a disadvantage. Mm -hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? If you don't do it to yourself, so like we kind of got cheated or kind of got like taught to do that so yeah. like people who didn't play college sports they didn't really understand like get taught that concept but like learning that you can put yourself in a completely different spot than where you're at today in just two weeks like in just two weeks your whole life could change dramatically mm -hmm. just by becoming more conscious of the littlest things that you're doing and just a little more effort here a little more effort here yeah i'm a little tired but i'm going to do a little bit more right right because then each time you're going to do a little bit more, do a little bit more, yeah. do a little bit more, and it grows, right? it grows. Man, but yeah, but I'm so happy and excited for you about this journey. Right? This is, I'm excited to see where it goes, because it's like, you have so many good things going for you, and you're, and you're doing the right things, and I think that um, as you get bigger, you're going to be one of those people that kind of fights, whether you choose to or not, just based on what you believe in, you'll naturally kind of fight against the system, right? Man, you know what I'm saying? You're going to naturally kind of fight against the system, kind of DIY. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, like, your movie, Sell My Soul and, and do all these things. Like, I'm going to kind of do it myself exactly. and push it. And so that's big time. But we need more, more, our generation in general needs more of that. But in the world, we need more of that. More people that are just kind of like, but I don't have to, I'm rather, I'll take the long way mm -hmm. and do it. I don't want the easy way out and do it. I don't understand that thought process because it's easy now, but like <laughs> it's gonna be, it's not worth it. Yeah, later. Yeah, it's, down the road. Yeah. Gotta have that vision to be able to see them down the road. Got that vision, the patience. Yeah, especially because now, would I love to be, you know, a block on blockbuster movies playing this character, playing that character, a regular in the series? Absolutely, but I know that, you know my time will come like yeah. one of the things we learn like in acting is you know you have to trust your career is advancing it's on perfect time on perfect way and then 
So you can't be always looking at somebody as like, dang, I wish that was me, or I could have done that better, or why didn't they pick me, stuff like that, no. And then another thing, like what what we're doing is, if you're not booking, create your own things and book yourself. Like, you know, you have multiple options and opportunities. You don't have to wait for somebody to pick you, pick you pick you so yeah. like I, yeah yeah choose like, you every time exactly every yeah. time for sure so no for sure that but that, that comes with confidence though mm. you know you can't just kind of wake up i mean you can <laughs> but it doesn't mean you truly believe it and that's what's truly going to happen but like it comes with confidence and confidence is developed by being consistent mm-hmm. and truly like doing it again and again and again repetition you know proving mm-hmm. yourself right again and again and again because then you just get more confident mm-hmm. but then you worry about like that confidence turning to an ego or pride you yeah, know that's, it, yeah. and that's, a, that's that's kind of a double-edged sword there but at the same time I try to because so like people who say like so like I actually but this is actually kind of crazy so I was having a conversation with my sister and we were, you know, she, I had a situ, a relationship situation and you know, she, the girl, when we, her and I kind of broke up, she goes, you're one of the most arrogant people I've ever met. Like you, you're this, you're this, you're this. And, and one of the things, like I said earlier, in every situation, friendship, relationship, whatever, I'll always sit back and look at how can I have been better? Where was I wrong? What can I do next time to make sure this won't happen? Whatever. So one of the things that I started really looking into was when she called me arrogant. Mm-hmm. And I was really trying to figure out, like, do I really come off arrogant? So I looked up the actual definition of arrogant and the actual definition of confidence. Because they're two different things. Right. And the difference is arrogance is more of a self. You have a, you have a delusional self-importance. I don't have that. I may come off like I have that. I don't have that. Mm-hmm. Confidence is understanding that, yeah, I am that, but it doesn't come from me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it can, and, and anyone can do what I do. Right. Right. And that's the difference between confidence and arrogance. Arrogance is me saying, yeah, yeah I'm Jacob. And <laughs> none of you can even yeah, come you close can't to do me. what I do. Yeah, yeah. I'm not that. Right. And, but that's where, but I also think that's why people don't like me because I'm not afraid to be like, hey, bro, like, like, come on, you can be better. Like, yeah. Be better. Like, be better. Like, because I'm not special. I'm just choosing to be better. And that's why I'm, I'm like, bro, you can choose to be better too. No matter what you go through, no matter what you've been through, your skin color, your whatever. You could be better. You could be better. Like, it's no, there's no, you can be, I don't understand how that comes off arrogant. See, and that right there, that's, so, another thing involving that is just about who you surround yourself with you know because you have to surround yourself with either people that'll you know force you to be better like y'all keep trying to one-up each other because there's nothing wrong with friendly competition yeah or having somebody that can either see your arrogance and you know help you realize and better you or uh somebody that's like there to support you so you know yeah i like that definition for the difference between arrogance and confidence because that's some people just they don't see that often they don't realize that no i mean you can say the arrogance but like i'm not saying like you said i'm not saying i'm the only one that can do this yeah. you know i'm just saying like yeah i'm doing this because you know i'm a, 
I've chose I've chosen to do it. Yeah, I've I've put in the work. I've stayed up late. I've I've done all the extra things. Mm -hmm. And and while you were watching Netflix, I was studying. I was learning. I was you know. And I think that part of the reason why it comes off as arrogance is because people's confidence in themselves is so low. Or they're not doing what they need to. Yeah. So, so they just project it as arrogance mm -hmm. onto you. And no, yes, that's I, <laughs> I think it's a lot of that. Now that we just said that out loud, I think it's a lot of that. I think it's a lot of that. People lack their own confidence, right. so they try to knock you away. Yeah, for sure. I think people, it's a lot of that. Because there are some people that don't like to see others win, especially win over them. So. Oh, but they hate that. <laughs> They hate that, but I, I've never understood that, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I, you cheering for people is probably the most exciting thing that I do. Like, I love being a cheerleader for my people. Like, I love it. Like, I love it. Like, Vinny, like, going overseas, <laughs> and then him, like, he, he hit me on some, bro, I'm, I'm doing this WWE thing. <laughs> bro, yes, like, let's go, that's fire. <laughs> I like I even I repost other people's podcasts like people who are doing almost the same thing I'm doing like there's a dude from my city who literally like literally like a few yes. of them I asked him to be on my podcast acted like they were too good didn't want any part of it never heard of a podcast <laughs> months later a month later three of them dropped podcasts and said that they're about to drop them and like I was just like at first like at first like tenth of a second pissed. But then after a while, I'm just like, bro, we're just gonna show love. I'm just gonna show love. Like, I'm just gonna show support. That's all I'm gonna do. Like, I'm, I'm like, it's whatever. Like, I don't understand why when you hate, you put that energy out. Mm -hmm. Now, I get, I get why you work hard. You work hard. Someone gets the job over you. Someone gets the scholarship over you. Why it hurts? Yeah, I'm gonna say it's definitely gonna. We're not gonna pretend like, oh, uh, like, dang. Yeah, he got that. Let me just not. Be mad, like yeah, you're gonna get a little mad. Should be care. Yeah, exactly. It shows that you're actually passionate about that, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just the difference is you have to be able to, like you said, still show that support, still hype them up, like be happy for them, like, yeah. you know, because like we keep saying, nobody's perfect. So yeah, it's gonna suck, but as long as you're being patient, being humble, all that, and still showing that support. That's what's going to be reciprocated back to you because that's what you're putting out, right. and it's gonna, right. it's gonna have to come back somewhere. So right. you know. when it's your time, it will come back yeah. double or triple. Exactly, because you've been putting it out so much. Exactly, for sure. No, that's one thousand. Yeah, that's one thousand. That's yeah. People miss that. Yeah, people miss that. There's a lot of hate in the world. As soon as you for me, do you see someone dressed better than them or whatever, you stick your nose up to them and stuff. I never understood it, but I gotta show love. Yeah, I gotta show love. People to show to not show love, but one love back is, mm -hmm. is delusional. <laughs> it's the only way I can put that. You know, it's like uh, it's like you wouldn't show loyalty to someone who's not hasn't shown loyalty to you. So why would you think that you could show hate to somebody and get love back? Yeah, like from the world, like that's not how it works at all. Yes, it's the laws, literally laws of science. You know what you put out, you get back. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. All that stuff. But yeah. it all goes hand in hand. For sure. The so. forces of nature. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but this conversation has actually been pretty well. I love that. I love it. Yeah. Smooth. 
the, the once again, bro, the craziest thing is we didn't have to spend like the first twenty five minutes just catching up because we were nah, talking. Now I'm about to say we just, we've been seeing each other down the street. Yeah, we've been enjoying ourselves. I will say TJ is fake when it comes to inviting me to hoop. He'll, uh, he'll hit me, but so you know my hooping schedule, man. You just come through. I don't have a sleeping schedule. Sometimes he hoops on Mondays. I I called him Sunday when I was leaving church. He was, he was like, oh, I'm on my way to hoop right now. I was like, oh, man. That's because the they hit me up, you know, because, you know, I, they, they hit me up. They want, they want me out there. You know, they, I'm a competitor. Yeah. So. But I'm 60 pounds less. I'm trying to, I'm, from, I'm trying to see what my hooping is like. Listen. I'm trying to get up there. I feel like I can dunk now. Uh, it might be, by the time we done, it might be too late. By the time but, it is now. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> but Wednesday, yes, sir. It's tomorrow? Yes, yeah, sir. That is tomorrow. Let's go hoop tomorrow. I don't think we have anything much anything planned tomorrow. I know we're gonna try <laughs> to report what's uh what's her name, but let me know. Just let me know. Yeah. No depend oh no, I have a production meeting. So not what man, I won't hoop again this week. I'm done this week. <laughs> but it's for good reasons. We good. I love yeah. I know we gotta have a meeting, let us so we can figure out what we please because there's a lot of films we want to get out this this year. So oh, that's fine. So I'm that's gonna, good. It's for, it's for good reasons. Yeah. No, I I most definitely want to start being part. Like I don't have to. I just want to sit. Like I don't want to. I don't have to talk. I don't have to. I just want to sit. I just want to listen and I just want to learn. And I just want to watch. We are literally so. What we talked about is us four. Obviously, are going to be the main ones. We're going to be the actual elite media, but. You know, we want to help others. If somebody comes to us saying, hey, I have a script. Can y'all help me produce it? Or, hey, you know, I want to act in something. You know, we'll bring y'all along. So, and the same, we reach out to other people. Hey, I want to get my editing, or, you know, resume. Add this to my resume, stuff like that. You know, that's that's one thing we are permanent on. You know, we, want, we still want to help others, yeah. you know. Yeah. We're still there, really. Active like, service. Yeah. yeah. Helping <laughs> like, others. Yeah. Because, I mean, helping others is how you'll get ahead. Exactly. Because then, you know, we're not looking for it, but in the future, you know, people are going to be like, oh, yeah, the lead media, I can hit them up. You know, they, I've worked with them. You know, they're great. Blah, blah. They helped me with this. So, just stuff yeah. like that. Come back yeah, exactly. for sure. For sure. Because you never know who small now that you help go who might go big. And then... <laughs> For sure. Like that. Help everybody. Exactly. Active service, help everybody. For sure. But that comes, but in order to do that, you have to be able to not put yourself first. Yeah. And that's that's hard for a lot of people to do. It is. That's, <laughs> that's a skill, to not put yourself first. Because, once again, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Mm -hmm. So if you're putting yourself first in the littlest ways, then like it's going to be hard to do it in the bigger ways. Because you're going to be your own roadblock. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. It's hard to move you <laughs> once you. Once, once you cement yourself in, into place, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, because you can convince you. So I, I say, I say you're the best salesman to yourself. Mm -hmm. Either way, so like you can convince yourself of anything, anything. anything. <laughs> good, bad, negative, ugly, whatever. You can convince yourself of anything and justify it in your head. Exactly. Either way, nobody so, else has to understand it. No, as long as you do. As long as you do, and you think that's okay. Yeah. No. Exactly. You have to. People have to get out of their own way. In every in every field, no matter what you're doing, you have to get out of your own way. Whether that's 
coming into college and playing college ball and you don't play your freshman year mm-hmm. and you're sitting back pouting every day and now you're going to practice mad, you don't want to be here and this, it's like wow, go get better. Exactly. Make what I did is because Higgy Higgy's one of the best receivers to be in our in our uh, conference. What I did is challenge myself. I'm like, bet I'm gonna try to break up the passes, lock them up, stuff like that. You know, I try to so yeah. as a, another chance to be competitive. You know, you know, even though because like freshman year, you know, I was on the scout team, but I was like, well, I get to go against the starters, and like I just said, Higgy one of the best receivers. So if I can guard him, you know, a few times out of yeah. a lot of plays, then. Other receivers are walking apart. Walking apart, like especially when I come back here and play next year. Yeah, <laughs> a lot better spot than I was, for sure. For sure, but that once again comes with having the vision, to be able to look down the road. Yeah, be able to see. Um, I uh, have you ever read the book on the Paranoid Survive? No, you should read that book. It's a, it's a great book. Well, it changed the thought process on a lot of things. But that's one of the things that we talked about um, was saying that being able to not only live in the in your moment but being able to understand that your moment will affect your future mm-hmm. so being able to do being able to see what you want your future to look like right. and being able to do things in this moment to work towards that future but that causes but you have to be willing to sacrifice some things in the moment because once again right because you're sitting there and you have two options one of them is easier than the other, and the easier <laughs> one is to sit here. I'm, I'm not playing. Why do I care? I'm just right. be out there. But that doesn't help you in your future, right? The sacrifice for now for the future is I'm coming out here, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be the best that I can be, and I'm gonna get better. Either way, and that's like on anything you do. Mm-hmm. Like on, on a Monday morning when you don't want to go to work, and you're already thinking for Friday, like you like it doesn't even make sense. Cause that right there, that's a physical. Uh, future thing, you know, show up in your paycheck, like, damn, yeah. I should have gone on Monday. Yeah, like, I should have showed up on Monday, <laughs> sold, yeah. sold them three cars instead of sat there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's, yeah, that's exactly what it is. You have to be willing to sacrifice the moment for now. You're tired in the moment, mm-hmm. so you're not going to go do that project. But you think you're not going to be tired tomorrow? Exactly. So you're or just going to put it off? you actually need it. Yeah, when it has to get done, you're going to wait to the last minute. Either way, you're going to be tired. Right. So just do some of the now. Just try to knock out what you can now. And then you don't know. That's a, yeah, it's crazy saying that because you also don't know what's going to happen yeah. in the future. Like, there's no time like the present. Yeah. No time better than now because you know, you never know tomorrow for as, as far as an like, analogy. So like what you were saying with the project, let's just say your laptop won't break tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> now you're definitely screwed. Now you're screwed for sure. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like you only procrastinate because you you think that tomorrow's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. If you knew tomorrow wasn't guaranteed, you wouldn't procrastinate. You know, you would get it done right now, but you don't know. But you and but you should have that mindset anyways. Because once again, only the paranoid survive. Right. So you should have that mindset anyways, because you don't know. Because tomorrow is not promised, and you don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. So you might as well do it anyways. I like that that title. It's definitely. Oh, oh, right. So listen, I'll tell you one of the craziest things that I learned from the book. My favorite chapter, and I and so I use this theory, this mindset, whenever I would find out about my son mm-hmm. or Quentin was being born. Mm-hmm. So like, he didn't know, like we didn't know 100% if Quentin was gonna be mine or not. Like mm-hmm. there was not 100%, we weren't gonna know until he was born. Mm-hmm. So it was, 
I could, so one of the theories, the way he explained it in the book was if you're preparing, so like we're in a nuclear war, mm -hmm. right? And there's two sides of this. You either believe it's going to happen or you don't believe it's going to happen. And I even, so even now, I um, used it to, um, when the recession started at the end, towards the end of 2022, right, yeah. right? It was, you can believe we're in a recession or you can't believe. But let's, but let's look at these two options. So let's say war, nuclear war, recession happens, right? Let's say it happens. And you were in the camp that didn't believe it was going to happen. So it happens. It happens. You're SOL. Yeah. You didn't prepare. You're not, you weren't prepared in the slightest. Let's say you were in the group who, who knew it was going to happen, who thought it was going to happen, who prepared for it. You're ready to go. Mm -hmm. You're set. You got, things in, you got things in order. You, got, you know what I'm saying? When it happens, you're good to go. All right, but let's say it doesn't happen. And you were part of the group that was like, nah, the nuclear war is not going to happen. Nah, the recession is not going to happen. Nah, the kids are not mine. I don't need to prepare for that. Bet you're in the same boat you would have been before. But let's say you're in that same boat and it happens. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're SOL. Or, or, or no, I said that wrong. So let's say you're in, that, in the other boat where you prepared for it to happen and it doesn't happen. You're in a better scenario than you would have been either way. Because now, like, if the nuclear war doesn't happen, I probably have money saved up. Mm -hmm. I probably have some food storages. I probably learn new skills, new things that are going to help me later. Right? If, if, the, if the recession doesn't happen, I probably saved money. I probably did these things, moved money, started this, started this. Found new ways to better your future, be more efficient about things. You know what I'm saying? So it helped me in the future. The kids not mine. Oh, bet I most definitely saved money. I most definitely got prepared. I know what to do when I do have a kid. You know what I'm saying? All those things, right? And that was one of the craziest takeaways I had. That's it's definitely, it's definitely a great takeaway. <laughs> you know, because because it, it really makes you like. I guess the same would be prepared for the worst, prepared mm -hmm. for the best, right? You know, kind of thing. So, what I say, what I like to say is. I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Mm. So, like, when I travel, <laughs> I'm bad at this. I overpack. Overpack. Uh -huh. I overpack. Like, this weekend, I have to go to South Carolina for a wedding. I'll probably have at least six outfits, but I'm only going to be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But you never not know. Because I'm being in the car all the Friday, so all I'm going to an outfit. Oh, yeah. And then Saturday, I'm the wedding. One, one, one or two one outfits. Fit, yeah. you, but you <laughs> yeah. never know, because you hate exactly. to spill something. You hate exactly. to, yeah, you never know. Or some new plan. Yeah. comes up, I'm yes. going to make sure I'm ready. You know, ready to go, stuff. yes. No, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Only the paranoid survives. <laughs> Only the paranoid survives. We're going to have to put, that's going to be the title of this. Yeah. Only the paranoid survives. And that's another thing. People, they hear the, they hear the word paranoid and think it's negative. It's not a negative thing at all. <laughs> Being paranoid does not mean you're crazy or... No. It's bad. Like so okay, you're aware. aware. Yeah, you're aware. You're in the present. You're, stuff, yes, yeah. of everything that could potentially happen exactly. in this scenario. But it's the same reason why I, I will say so. On that note, why I kind of don't like going out, because mm -hmm. at the point I am slightly paranoid, mm -hmm. and I know when people start drinking, then they it gets ugly. Yeah. And I know, especially nowadays, people like. So I'm a pro two A person. People should have guns, they should, but people don't know how to handle that. <laughs> Mentally, we're not tough enough or in a place. Because just because me and you are boxing doesn't mean that one of us has to pull a gun out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not the habit. Especially with this generation. They, you know? They don't like to lose. No. So they too lose much pride. Yeah. yeah, it's too much pride and ego for people to be carrying around guns. Mm -hmm. 
And that's why I just, but but also at the same time, I'm pro-gun. Mm -hmm. So I'm, that's why I'm, I just, I'm it's just like, gonna stick it in the kick it around. Sword. Yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna kick it around the crib. Like, I'll go out during the day when people are more calm. You feel me? Yeah, we might drink a little bit, but it's during the day. So people are not gonna get freaking rowdy. Yeah. But like 1 a.m., people are drunk and they're ready to get rowdy. And you look at one dude's girl wrong, or he thinks <laughs> you did, and now you're getting shot at for some, you know what I'm saying? I just, I just rather not. I just rather not. I rather kick it in the crib. Yeah. Yeah, and I think there's also part of the reason why I'll probably be single for a long time. Because <laughs> girls still want to go out and do that kind of stuff. I'm right. just kind of like, but it's not worth it. Like, it's not worth it. Like, I was, like, I'll, I'll, I won't say who told me the story, but he told me a story. <laughs> he was going out, and he was at the, he was at the club or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's, and he, he didn't, he went with a group, like, a group of people. And, but he ran into people that he knew. And while he was there, right, they kind of, you know what I'm saying? There's some dudes come in and. You know, get a little rowdy, whatever. And some of the guys that he was, we looked at him and was like, you bring your pole with you? Where your pole at? And it's just kind of like, but if you got to ask me that question, I don't want to be here. Yeah. Like, if I had, like, if that is a standard for me to be here, why would I want to be there? Why would I want to put myself in that scenario? Like, yes, I agree. Like, I probably should bring it with me regardless. <laughs> but, like, at the yeah. same time, like, why would I want to be in a scenario where I have to? Exactly. Where it's smart to. Like, it doesn't, like, come on, bro. Be better. Be better. Yes, but yeah, no. Only kind of survived though. It only had like, come on, now it's facts. I'm I'm willing to assume back in like the days of like people living in trees and stuff. Only the paranoid, the people who were afraid of snakes and all that stuff, were the ones who survived. Yeah. All the people who were going to poke the bear and all that, they didn't survive. <laughs> they thought it was alright. Yeah, they didn't survive. <laughs> they didn't survive. How long have we been going? An hour. Well, you got anything else you want to get off your chest? Anything else? No, man. That's a good place. <laughs> yeah, no, fact. This is a... I, but I... One, I don't know about you, but I kind of forgot we were on a podcast. <laughs> Look, I, I didn't think we were going. That's out for real? That's... <laughs> no, that's what happens. But me and Coach Rhodes were on here for like two and a half. That's crazy. Yeah, we were just on here talking. Yeah, that's why I love doing this, bro. Yeah, like, right. like, just imagine, like, all the conversations, like, I'm going to get to have, like, as we get bigger, like, with some people. Right. Like, like, whenever Ken Newton's sitting over there, it's over. Oh, I have all <laughs> kinds of questions to ask him, like, all kinds. Oh, and we're going to get to the bottom of this Auburn-Mississippi State thing. <laughs> we only got suspended. And we can get to the bottom of it. Like, because at this point, it's over. Hey. So, like, I just want to, like, you feel me? Because, like, to think that his dad, like, the fact that his dad was, like, yeah, I took the money. Yeah. And to think that Cam didn't know, like, come on. I get you can't prove it, but, like, come on. Like, let's just talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, exactly what you mean. You know? But, yeah, I have a lot of people that I'm ready to sit on that other side and get to ask some questions about. Athletic directors, um, just all kinds of people. I just want to ask questions, too. Kind of figure stuff out about. But, yeah. But I appreciate you coming. Of course, doing this Anytime. Yes, we'll have to do this again. But we'll have to do... We'll have to do a two man, like get someone else over there. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't know who though. Maybe Kalen. Kalen. Well, I'd like to get Kalen to come to Atlanta. Hey, that's Hey, Kalen, yeah. Yeah, make your way back up home. Yeah. Yeah, what y'all know, Kalen's from Atlanta. He don't like to admit it though. Is he? He really from Columbus, ain't that right? <laughs> but he. He's he from everywhere. I do. I forget that he does go up to Columbus. Yeah. I forgot about that. He, he done lived in a few places. No, he claims Florida, though. Yeah. He 
He loves it. But all right, bro. I appreciate right, you coming, bro. You go, man. Appreciate all y'all watching. Enjoy. Make sure you follow TJ. Where can they follow you at? Uh, you follow me on IG at ITSTJ underscore Johnson30. And yeah. We're going to put the link to the <laughs> short film on there. Make sure you catch all of his other short films. But once again, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you.